President Obama has announced his choice for a successor as Librarian of Congress to James Billington, the Reagan appointee who served from 1987 until last year. The required Senate confirmation will follow or not. Welcome to Copyright Clearance and podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Beyond the Book. Is this going to be a fight like the one expected over filling Antonin Scalia's seat on the U.S. Supreme Court? For answers, we turn to Andrew Albanese, Publishers Weekly senior writer, who joins me every Friday with the latest news on publishing and books. And welcome back, Andrew. Hey there, Chris. So we have a nominee for Librarian of Congress, Carla Hayden, and librarians especially are excited, and not only because she's one of them. Yeah, that's right. Big news this week. President Obama nominating Carla Hayden to become the 14th Library of Congress. Uh, The selection comes after months of speculation following the January retirement of James Billington, who, as you noted, was a Reagan appointee who took the post way back in 1987. Hayden will still have to be approved by the Senate. And if that happens, and that's always a big if considering the U.S. Congress these days, she's going to replace Associate Director David Mao, who is currently serving as the library's interim director. Uh, And as you say, the library community is very excited about the nomination of Hayden to the post, and for a few reasons. You know, first, because Hayden, who is currently the CEO of Baltimore's Enoch Pratt Free Library System, is a professional librarian. And while that may seem logical to have the Librarian of Congress be a librarian, in fact, there hasn't been a professional librarian leading the Library of Congress on a full-time basis since Lawrence Quincy Mumford retired in 1954. Billington was himself a Cold War historian by training, uh, and And according to some reports last fall, Obama is said to have first offered the job to Walter Isaacson, who apparently declined. Uh, In a statement, American Library Association President Sari Feldman said President Obama could not have made a better choice. And I've met Hayden on a couple of occasions myself, going back to my days at Library Journal, uh, when Hayden herself actually was president of ALA. That was in 2003 to 2004. And Hayden also, as you mentioned, is going to be the first woman and the first African-American to be named librarian of Congress. So indeed, an historic choice. Very much so. And last year, Andrew, in July, you wrote a column asking whether the nominee for librarian might spark a political battle, which seems an awfully strange thing to say. But now that we have our nominee, what do you think? Are we going to see a fight? Well, short answer is, of course we are. <laughs> and it, is, it does seem really strange to say that about an office like Librarian of Congress. Uh, and mostly, I think you'll see something of a battle uh, because, simply put, that's just where the politics have gone in this country uh, at this point in time, especially in an election season when everything tends to be politicized. Now, is this going to be a fight like the fight we expect over filling Antonin Scalia's Supreme Court seat? Well, certainly not. Uh, and in fact, you know, Hayden has already been vetted by the Senate in 2010 when she joined the National Museum and Library Services Board. Uh, But make no mistake, this is probably, in fact, I will say certainly the most consequential nomination in the history of the Library of Congress. Uh, And for sure, there's probably some political hay to be made here by someone. Well, as you say, though, it, it, it ought not to be that way. She has been vetted previously, and this is a by its nature, very much a, a non-political position. But if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And why do you think it will? 
Let me say right up front, I agree. Hayden is enormously qualified, and she's a seasoned pro and highly respected. So I don't, under any circumstances, expect her nomination to be defeated. But we do live in different times. You know, in 1987, James Billington was confirmed. I think 97 to nothing was the vote. Uh, and for much of the Library of Congress's history, the post wasn't Senate confirmable. So there really isn't much of a history of any librarian ever sparking a battle in the Senate. But what I pointed out in my column last July is that Hayden is going to be the first librarian of Congress. She is the first librarian of Congress to be nominated in over three decades, almost 30 years. And in that time, I'm sure you'll agree the information and entertainment world has changed dramatically. Simply put, Carla Hayden is the first librarian of Congress to be nominated in the internet age. And if confirmed, Hayden's going to step into a job that's going to be under some pretty intense scrutiny, certainly more scrutiny than it's really ever been in its history. Since Billington announced his retirement last year, the Library of Congress has been loudly and publicly criticized for falling behind in the digital age. It was a former University of Michigan librarian, Paul Courant, who called the Library of Congress a bust under Billington. And uh, his counterpart at Harvard, Bob Darnton, had even called for Billington to resign at one point and accused Billington of sitting on the sidelines while the digital revolution took place. Now, let's be clear. For all the promise that comes with the internet, the internet lies at the heart of many a political and business dogfight these days, and one that frequently puts librarians at odds with the content industry and other traditional stakeholders in our information economy. Well, it's interesting that those issues are coming up in this particular case. As you say, librarians and the content industry are frequently in a debate about the future. What do you think the particular issues are that would come up in this case? Well, you know, for those who would like to see the Librarian of Congress take more of a leadership role on critical library issues, you know, I'd ask people to consider the long list of litigation and legislation and policy fights uh, in which the library community has weighed in and been involved with over the last decade alone. For example, the library community voiced strong opposition to the Stop Online Piracy Act, SOPA, which was backed by the entertainment industry. And that bill ended up dying, of course, with the help of the tech industry. Uh, The library community actively supports open and public access to federally funded research, and Hayden herself is a supporter of open access, and that's opposed by the publishing industry. The library community has beaten the drum against the Patriot Act from the beginning and has augured for heavy privacy reforms, and that's very much in the news these days with things like Apple and the FBI going at it. Uh, and that's you know going to be kind of a touchy issue with Congress, I would guess. Uh, and of course, copyright and fair issues now loom large. And you know, for those who have criticized the Library of Congress's slow pace of digitization, just imagine the fallout. If the Library of Congress under James Billington had actually joined forces with their academic library counterparts and the Hottie Trust, who had partnered with Google to scan out-of-print books, with that case, of course, now pending before the Supreme Court, I imagine that would have been an extremely hot-button issue for any librarian of Congress who have weighed in on. Perhaps the biggest issue Hayden is going to face is a legislative proposal last year that would remove the Copyright Office from under the purview of the Library of Congress and establish it as an independent agency. The publishing industry very much supports that move. The library community very much opposes it. Uh, So if we're expecting the next librarian of Congress to actually lead on some of these issues, well, that could be a tricky role and a departure from the librarian's traditional role. And politically, it could be a little difficult. Already, we've seen that the publishing community is being somewhat cagey about Hayden's nomination. In a statement, the AAP said they look forward to the Senate confirmation process to learn more about Hayden's views on copyright. And I have to say, as a public statement, I think that one was 
is regrettable. As we've discussed before, there's already way too much tension between librarians and publishers these days. And on the day when the first librarian in 54 years has been appointed to the Library of Congress job, the AP basically comes out and said, we look forward to the confirmation process. You know, no, you say, congratulations, Carla, we think you're great. I mean, that's the way you make a public statement in this case. You know, and I personally found the AP statement to be, well, kind of awful because AAP is not going to stand in the way of Carla Hayden becoming the librarian of Congress. You know, Carla is a rock star librarian, and to come out and actively oppose her nomination would be a huge affront to the entire library profession, of which she is very much a leader. And more to the point, the librarian of Congress doesn't have legislative power and really doesn't have much policy power, to be quite honest. So Hayden's not going to be setting copyright policy or changing any laws. All of that is going to be under the purview of Congress. You know, Hayden is going to follow the law, period. So, you know, when the, what the AP tells me, what that statement from the AP tells me, is that Hayden's confirmation could become something of a proxy hearing on copyright form. And I don't know how big of a battle that's going to turn out to be, but uh, I do wonder what the confirmation process is going to look like. Well, you know, fascinating analysis, as always, from Andrew Albany, senior writer, Publishers Weekly. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Book. My pleasure, as always. Beyond the Book is produced by Copyright Clearance Center, a global rights licensing technology and content workflow organization. At CCC, we serve more than 35,000 customers and 15,000 copyright holders worldwide. We manage more than 950 million rights in the world's most sought-after journals, books, blogs, movies, and more. You can follow Beyond the Book on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to the free podcast series on iTunes or at our website, beyondthebook.com. Our engineer and co-producer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. I'm Christopher Keneally. Join us again soon on Beyond the Book.